Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 357. Today is Friday, December 29th, 2023. Yes, today is absolutely a real live show. Jeff Tharp is here, kind of in the flesh, right now. Um, we've been doing so many pre-records. I feel like it's been few and far between that we actually do a live, but this is the last show of the year. You guys, what, um, and we, you know, we're here, we're live. If you guys are listening to this on Spotify, make sure to follow the Elijah fire podcast there and give us an honest review. That'll really help us out. Also, I wanted to point out that tomorrow, December 30th, um, we are dropping our next teaching series on our podcast platforms, which is the teaching series we do with Chris, Elisha, Jezebel, Leviathan, and Python. Oh my. So it's a two-parter. It's jam-packed. It's dense. There's a lot in there, uh, but it's all about Jezebel, Leviathan, Python. We hear a lot of people reference those things. Um, and so Krista dives into to, to why we, we reference those things. The spirit, Python spirit, Jezebel, all that. Uh, giving you a little bit more context, especially if you've been a little bit confused. Uh, it's a great teaching series for you. So that both episodes drop tomorrow, Saturday, December 30th, two days before 2024. So uh, look out for that. Also, um, this is the end of the year. This is the last show of the year for Elijah Fire. So if you are still kind of in this limbo state where you're like, you know, I haven't made one last splash in donations we ask that you would prayerfully consider donating to elijah streams so if you guys donate to elijahstreams.com slash donate that makes sure that this stays afloat at five days a week 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time not just us but also elijah streams which is at 11 a.m pacific 2 p.m eastern i believe i think i got that right um three hours ahead of 11 a.m there you go um, but also we don't stop there. Um, as many of you are well aware, um, and have also contributed to this, we take a portion of every donation and we funnel it into our water well efforts. Our partnership with show mercy international has been bearing much fruit and it's because of your guys's donation. So we're going to play a quick video last one of the year, and then we're going to get going. He knows the plans he has for them. He hears their cries. He longs that they have a cup of cold, refreshing water because water refreshes a weary soul. It's like a message of good news. Through every clean water well provided, we share and demonstrate the good news of Jesus. And it's all because of your generosity. Together, we are revealing the love of our Father to those who are truly hungry and thirsty but there's many more people in desperate need. Give the gift of clean water today. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon. 97321. So thank you guys again for all your donations. May God bless you richly because of your donations and investment into this ministry. So um, also I wanted to remind you guys that there is no show on Monday. Why? Why Jeff? 
because it's New Year's Day. Um, it, so we want, you know, we had that day off just like everybody else. So we'll be back in action on Tuesday, the 2nd. We'll be doing four episodes next week. And then the following week, it'll just be back to normal. It'll be like regular five days. We'll be hitting the ground running. So also, I want to say thank you, Eve, uh, for the happy early birthday wishes. I was not going to be fishing for happy birthdays, but for those that are curious, my birthday is New Year's Eve. So yes, it is actually New Year's Eve. I'm a New Year's Eve baby. And it's funny because when I was younger, like 20s, I was like, man, let's go out. It's going to be so much fun. And now I'm like, yo, PJs, pizza, video games. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so. So that's what Lauren and I are going to be doing. And we'll be doing some other stuff too. She always has little surprises. If it's my birthday or hers, you know, whoever is, it's not their birthday. We, we take kind of, we take the driver's seat and we load the day full of surprises and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to just kicking back and relaxing. So um, guys, uh, because this is the last show of the year, I can't think of a better person to really rev us up. This lady, she is amazing. She's a gift to the body of Christ. Um, she's someone that uh, my wife and I both love dearly. Um, she's an author. She's a teacher. She's a minister, a prophetic voice. She is also the co-host of Elijah's Dreams when Steve can't be there. Uh, let's give it up for our guest today, founder, Celebrate Freedom Ministries, Yvonne Atia. Why, hello there. Jeff, thank you for the beautiful intro yes. and happy birthday. I didn't woo, know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. By the way, I love the way you're going to celebrate. That's that's what happens it's now. Amazing, right? <laughs> and I think, you know, I remember I I did a I did a um a mission trip to China and we bumped into one of my one of my co-leaders was Norwegian and she overheard some people around the corner speaking in Norwegian. She's like, what? Like in China? And she turns out there was this whole group of like Scandinavians right. and they put together this huge end of the year bash. And so wow. we went there and I don't know if you've ever been to like anything that Scandinavians do. They love like skits and performances. And so it was this <laughs> amazing, like there were hundreds of people there. Um, and I, I kind of feel like I peaked, like that was the coolest thing I ever did on my birthday to <laughs> ring in the new year. And so now I feel like I, I've, I've earned just hanging out all the rest of my life. You know, it was just like, I don't think I'll ever top that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. It was like a big end of the year party and there's all the Scandinavian food and everything yeah. in China of all places. Um, wow. That's yeah. So speaking of other countries, you're not in America right now. No, so I'm still yeah. in, in Australia. We've had, I had my daughter's wedding on December 9th was so amazing jeff and it was like oh my god lord like she's 23 years old she got married it was glorious and so yeah. i was like a young still young mother <laughs> no you look aw you and mina looked so so sharp <laughs> yvonne you look beautiful lauren was like oh my gosh she looked like she could be on the cover of vogue or something oh. like you look so you look so thank fabulous you. yeah thank you jeff and yeah. so we come back on tuesday and i'll be honest with you i miss the u.s so much i feel it's you know when when god sends you to a country he also gives you love yeah. for the land and for the people yeah. 
that you are so i just miss going back um yeah so next tuesday i'm gonna be back in the us again oh yeah what's the first <laughs> thing you're gonna do when you get back oh my god you really want to know i'm gonna go to the beach <laughs> okay nice nice so we live in miami beach but it's just nature there is beautiful the weather's always so lovely so i'm probably gonna need a day or two to just relax the time difference jeff is crazy yeah you know? and so yes and then i'm gonna kick off the year with a big fast because that's normally what i do at the beginning of each year just dedicate and consecrate and and literally just separate myself for the lord most of january will be like this because i really want to hear god on every single area of my life so that's what i'm going to be doing beach and god <laughs> i love it love it love it love it love it so i will avon tell the people what we're going to be talking about today okay and go okay amen <laughs> okay thank you everyone so what the lord has put on my heart today is new beginnings i know that the year um 2023 has been challenging for so many people just speaking to different people in australia and even before i come to australia um there are many many people that were challenged it was not a very easy year for so many people and when that happens and we come to start a new year, we normally enter in with discouragement, disappointment, and we don't enter in with all that God has for us. So what the Lord put on my heart, Jeff, is I'm going to share an encounter that happened and I'm going to share the verse of the year. And then I'm going to run people as to how we enter that. So about a month ago, me and my husband has been praying for the new year. And he came to me last month and he said this to me, the Lord, and, and this happens to us every year. God gives us one verse at the start of the year and it normally carries us through the whole entire year. Every time we go through a hard time, we remember the verse that the Lord had spoken to us. So the, that verse, I'm going to read it out loud. It is Psalm 84 and verse 11, and it has five promises. It says, for the Lord God is our son, and our shield and i thought that was so interesting because we're coming into dark times the world is coming into a darker and darker times so when the lord is our son it means that we are marked by his presence and his glory we are in a different kingdom to what the to what others are in yeah because of all the upcoming attacks against God's people. But then it says he gives us grace and glory. And I paused there, Jeff, because it was like, wow, grace. The apostle Paul had weaknesses and he came to the Lord in 2 Corinthians three times. And he said, take those thorns away, whether the thorn was a persecution or whatever it was. But then he understood and he said, your grace is sufficient in my weakness. So when the Lord gives us grace, it means that whatever weaknesses we have, whatever comes against us, grace is not just God's unmerited favor. It is God's supernatural enablement for us to do what we cannot do in the natural. But then he gives us glory. Glory is the manifest presence of the Lord wherever we go. And then it ends up by saying, and he will not withhold any good thing from us. 
And I was pausing on that verse. And I tell you something, Jeff, when Nina said it to me, my heart leaped. Mm. And then the ver and the Holy Spirit said this to me, you like it, you receive it, but it's not in your system yet. And I was like, Lord, what do you mean? And, you know, imagine, for example, drinking any type of drink, you know, drink whatever, juice or whatever drink. It, it's not enough looking at it and thinking, wow, that orange juice looks, looks fresh or it looks nice. I really like it. That's not enough. You need to pick this up and drink it. When you drink it, after about 20 minutes, what will happen is it will get into your system. And so I heard the Holy Spirit say, I want you to drink it because you haven't drank this yet. So I went into prayer and Jeff, I kid you not, I sat in the presence of the Lord and I repeated this verse hundreds of times. And as I did in the presence of the Lord, it penetrated every part of my cell. And then I began to get excited. And I began to believe that the Lord shall be five things, a son, a shield. He will give grace. He will give glory. And he will not withhold any good thing from us. And so the Lord said this to me. Now you're ready for this next encounter. This, um, December 26th. It was literally one day after Christmas at about 5 a.m. in the morning. I wake up and I hear the sound of heavy, heavy rain. Now, I must have been dreaming because I was fully asleep and Australia is summer. It's not raining now. It's as dry as. So when I heard heavy rain, I was like, what's going on, God? Really? It's raining? So I woke up to tell Mina. Hey, Mina, it's it's raining only to find Mina fast asleep and it's it's there's no rain. So then I was like, like Samuel, God, what is this? I went back to sleep and I hear a voice and he said this to me. 2024 is the year of the rain. I want you to expect rain for I will release the latter rain and the early rain, both in their season. And so I began to get super excited, Jeff, and I wanted to encourage the body of Christ with this. But the thing is, as I began to prepare the message and the prophetic word and all of that, the Lord highlighted to me so many people who will find it difficult to accept that. And I was like, Lord, why? And he said, because 2023 20, has been a tough year. And so just because you release a word or you release a verse or you give a direction, if I've had a really, really hard year, I will be sealed and marked by my disappointment, by my past grief, by anything, everything that I'm going through. And it will act like a blockage or a hindrance for me to have an open heart and to be like a child and to run and inherit those promises. And so, Jeff, I'm just Googling. And then this um, little short video came and it was interesting. And I knew the Holy Spirit wanted me to watch it. But this was um, a businessman who owned a gym. And they said this to him, which is your best month in the whole year? And you won't believe what he said. He goes, I love January. He said, why? Why January? He said, because in January, everyone's excited and everyone 
they want to have their new year resolution. So what do you think they do? Most people will go, right? <laughs> and they will sign an annual membership. And I know there are many hearing me and laughing at this because we all, including me, fell right. in this trap. <laughs> And then he goes, they sign an annual membership because they're just like, I'm in, this is going to be a different year. And then he said, and guess what? 60% of those who sign an annual membership never make it. They never even make it past February. By the time January is over, their performance has already dropped. In other words, when I heard him, I was like, we need the drive of the Holy Spirit to get us to get through January, February, March. So when we enter this year, and I'm going to talk about setting goals, but it's not setting my goals according to someone else's life. That's what people do. They look at someone else's life and they're like, well, he's just purchased his first home. So I'm going to put that. I'm believing God for this this year. Okay, that's great. But are you setting your goals based on what others are doing and what others have? Or are you basing your goals with the Holy Spirit? Are you having a Holy Spirit meeting and saying, okay, Holy Spirit, I know the plans. Well, God has plans for me. I just don't know them yet. I don't know them fully yet, but I want to know them. The Apostle Paul said, I want to know him. I want to know what he has for me. At the point of his salvation, when he fell off his horse, he said this to, to, to Jesus, what do you want me to do? Not what do you want, other, what, do you, what do you want of me? What do you have for me? So God has plans for every one of us in 2024. And we want to know those plans. And so we want to know Christ more because I want to know what he has for me. And then we want to have the drive that gets us out of bed every single morning to do this one thing that God has called us to do. And so as I was preparing my message, um, Jeff, I felt that I said, okay, Lord, give me keys. Give me the keys as to how do we get on this journey? How do we believe that you're going to be a sun? You're going to be a shield. You're going to give us glory. You're going to give us grace. How do I, how do we start? And the first thing the Lord highlighted to me, Jeff, is this. He said, start by thanking me for what has, what I have done this year not what I have not done this year. So I know that many of us are disappointed because things have happened, but it doesn't take away from the fact that many good things also happened. And we always try and look at the half empty cup and we forget what the Lord has done. And he said this to me, Jeff. He said, when you become aware of what I have done for you, you are making room for what I'm about to do for you. Mm -hmm. Because you recognize that, you know what? The Lord has done a great thing for me. So then I started, well, I forgot a lot of what the Lord has done because by nature, we forget. So this was my way of remembering. I sat down and I went through my photos 
I went through all the photos that I took in January, February, March, and it was just a quick skimming. And it was like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I remember um, this year, for example, in April, we went to Israel together. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't even meant to be on the tour. I remember, you know, the, the way it came, was, it was so supernatural. That was the first time I saw you and Lauren. That was the first time I saw many people in the group. And I was so blessed by this trip. I wrote that down. I was like, oh, the Lord sent me to Israel. And, you know, I got to. So then as I went through the photos, you know, and I put down the challenges and what went bad and what went good. I can tell you, um, Jeff, the faithfulness of the Lord, what God has done always will outweigh any attacks and plans of the enemy. Amen. You know, Amen. and he gave me the grace, like even in tough times, and we've had some hard times this year, but even in just to see his hands working in the background, organizing things, planning things, giving us grace to endure, grace to persevere, grace to believe and to press. And so I started to cry and I was like, you have been so good to me. You are a good, good father. And if you held my hand this year, what makes me think that you're not going to do it in 2024? What makes me think? And the Lord said this to me, Jeff, because you recognize that my promise to you is always going from one level of glory to the next level. I don't take you from misery to misery. I take you from glory to glory. And so we need to understand it is absolute insanity to keep on doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's an absolute insanity to start the new year and think, you know what? I'm receiving the prophetic word Yvonne just mentioned, but I'm not doing anything. Well, nothing's going to happen. You're going to repeat the cycle. You know, we need to break the cycle and we break this. I'm going to talk about many keys by our declarations and by us even. This is the next thing that I have on my notes, expecting new things. Nothing will happen without expectation. Many times in the Bible, when Jesus healed someone, he said, according to your faith, it has happened to you. In other words, they approached Jesus with faith. They came. You remember the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says before she got healed, she said in herself, she set the expectation on the inside of her thirst. She said this, I'm expecting that when I touch him, something's going to happen. And so when that happened, she got healed. Many people were pressing around Jesus. They weren't healed, but she was healed because she dared to set an expectation. And many of us, we have had negative expectations. Like we've had, you know, stuff that happened to us. Some people believe that they were going to get healed in 2023. It hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Maybe you believe for someone that God was going to heal them and they passed away. You know, that that could have happened. And what that does, those traumatic experiences, if we do not open up to the Lord now, they are imprinted on our memory cells. 
And this is scientific. And what ends up happening is they mark the way we see three areas, the way we see God, they mark the way we see ourselves, and they mark the way we see others. So we see God through dark glasses. We don't understand there's something weird about God. He is meant to heal, but he hasn't healed. He is meant to provide, but somehow I had to sell my house. And um, then we get to see others in different glasses because jealousy sets in. Why is he blessed and I'm not blessed? Why is God using her and he is not using me? And then glasses towards ourselves, we don't see us the way we truly are. We get to see ourselves as failures or people who God is not pleased with or someone who's always missing the mark. And guess what happens, Jeff? We dive back into old habits, old cycles, and we never break that. So we need to let go. Let go of when that clock, and we're going to pray for that. That Holy Spirit, give me the grace to let go of every traumatic experience that has happened to me. Give me the grace to just move on. The apostle said this, one thing I do. And it's like, what is this? I want to know what is that one thing that you do? He said, it is to let go of what passed and to keep on pressing forward to what is coming. I was watching this um, documentary about this uh, woman and she put in her heart that she was going to swim from Miami to Cuba. Isn't that crazy? That's like crazy. I just don't don't know why you'd want to do that to your body, quite frankly. (laughs) (laughs) But that was her goal. And guess what, Jeff? Um, it's crazy because they had a boat next to her in case anything happened to her, but she was not allowed to touch the boat. She had to swim, you know, all this way. And guess what? Three times she failed. Three times. The first time she failed miserably. The next time she failed. Third time she failed again. She was not young. Off memory, she was over 60 years of age. But guess what? She said, I'm going to do it. And she did it. On the fourth fourth go, she did it. She reached from Cuba. She came and landed in Miami. And the thing is, we can do it. You know, in in Genesis 6, when the people were building the Tower of Babel, it says whatever they put in their heart to do, they were going to do it. And so if that was under the old covenant, what do we what do we think is happening now when we know Christ is in us and that his power resides on the inside of right. us Christ in you he is the hope of glory i love the verse that says to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than you can think or imagine according to the power which power the power of the resurrection. This is the same power that raised up Jesus's dead body and breathed life into him. This same dunamis power lives on the inside of me. So why need to believe, yes, it's been a hard year. I went through so much, but I am expecting new things. 
I am expecting a change. This is my season of new beginnings. This is the season that God is taking me to a new level of glory. And if, if we're believing this, Jeff, we are to write down what we are expecting. Mm. I'm going to be honest. I do this every single New Year's Eve. I will spend a day with the Lord. And I would, I remember once writing a list of what I would love the Lord to do for me. And you know what he said? Cross it all off. And I said, why? Why do you want me? He goes to me, none of these things challenge me. These are things you could do on your own. You don't need me. And then he said to me, Yvonne, if you can do it on your own, you don't need me. I want you to dream big. And I have to write this. It really, I'm not going like, what are some areas of where I've like played it safe? I mean, like God, like I, especially if it pertains to a promise he's given, but you know, you can, you can get a word or a word that confirms a promise the Lord has given you. And then you're like, oh, well, that'll happen sometime before I die, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and let's assume you live until you're 90, you know, that's a long time, you know. Um, but, but to go, hold on, like if God, God's word, again, I was, I was like to remind people of Isaiah 55, 11, cause it's one of my favorites yes. that God's word will fulfill the purpose for what you sent it. So I'm like, if that's true, God, <laughs> let's go, yeah. let's do it. I'm believing yeah. for this. That's like yeah. big faith to actually believe something to shift your focus from going, this will happen before I die to go, God let's put legs to this now. What do I need to do? What's my part in, in this? And let's go, let's do it. I love Jeff. I love it. And, and you know what, those precious saints watching this, you know, taking risks is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Taking risks. Many people do not like to take risks. They are playing safe Christianity. There is no such a thing, but, Take risks with the Holy Spirit. It's like, Lord, I want to take risks. And I had to pray this. The Lord said this to me. And and you know what, Jeff? It was like, are you ready for new miracles? And I said, yes, I'm ready for new miracles. He said, are you ready for new breakthrough? Yes, I'm ready. And then he said this to me. And I had to think before I said yes. He said, are you ready for new challenges? And I was like, ouch. Yeah. challenges Not so does much. that mean new problems and then he was saying to me Yvonne it's only through those challenges that you get to discover your miracle working God it's only through times when you look at a problem and think whoa God I'm so overwhelmed with this and then he comes through and it's like oh my goodness yeah. There is someone that is on my side. There is someone who was fighting for David. And when when David killed Goliath, I mean, how on earth would a young boy who was unable to even wear, you know, the, the armor stand in front of a giant who was fighting for him? And David said this to Goliath. He said to him, you come to me with a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Well, we don't just come in the name of the Lord. This Lord lives on the inside of us. Mm-hmm. And so nothing like, uh, you know, I love now, even we just celebrated Christmas. 
when Mary, the angel visited Mary and gave her the great news that she was going to be pregnant, what was her first question? How? Because, and this is, the, do not ask God how, because how is not your problem. Yeah, <laughs> do not, yeah. And she was like, how? How is this going to happen? It's like, Mary, what are you trying to understand? Like biologically, how this is going to happen? How are you going to fall pregnant and you're a virgin? What are you trying to understand? You won't get it, Mary. And so the angel gave her a simple answer. And I pray that if we are facing you know, if even we want to do big things for God and we're like, okay, God, how, how am I going to get from where I am now to where you want me to be? He said this to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the most will overshadow you. Therefore, whatever is birthed from you will be called the son of the most high God. So my prayer, Jeff, was Holy Spirit, I'm going to dream big this year. I am going to dream huge this year. What you show me in the spirit, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to believe. And I tell you something, Jeff, and I've been doing this for many years. So when the Holy Spirit shows me things and I write them down at, you know, um, Chris Eve, uh, New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. during my daily prayer, every single day, 365 days a year, guess what I do? I will read them to the Lord hmm. just to make sure I- Remind him. So (laughs) I have a journal. (laughs) It's let me actually show it. It's just, it's actually there. This is my journal. Oh, there it is. I have a journal and I write him down. And all I would do in prayer is just lay my hands and just say, Lord, you remember that? And I'm going to tell you something, Jeff, to Mm. the glory be to God. Every single prayer request that I wrote down. In 2022, for 2023, I have ticked off. Wow. And I say that because we serve a real God. We serve a God who is alive. And the reason why I share this is because the Lord said this to me. Yvonne, when you decree that and say that, those watching you now, faith will rise. And they will say this, God. If you did this for Yvonne, you're going to do this for me. I'm going to believe the same. I'm going to continue to write them the same. And so this is different to the way the world thinks, Jeff. If you've worked in in the corporate world, what they'll do towards the end of the year is they'll say this. Could we do an end of year review? And the reason for that is they write down your failures. It, it, it's always looking at your performance. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Jeff, you've done all these things right, all these things wrong. And a lot of the time, the idea is not to promote you because you've done a lot of things wrong. So stay on the same pay if possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when we do an end of year review before we set our new goals, this is not a review of our performance. This is a review of his performance in our lives. So it will always be positive. We will be encouraged when we realize what God has done. And it's like, hey, if God has done that this year, I'm upping it for the next year. I'm believing for the next big thing this year. Mm. So we need to think in this, in this, um, in this way. Like the other day, Jeff, yeah. I was reminded of you and Lauren and I was in prayer and the Lord reminded me when this year, for example, you interviewed Jim Caviezel. 
I did. Yeah. I keep forgetting that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you how I remembered that because I was speaking to my, my parents mm -hmm. and I was telling them how good this movie is, The Sound of Freedom. And yeah. they have a lot about it. And they're like, really? And then I said, let's watch it together. I mean, I watched it many times, but mm -hmm. I will always love to watch it. So then when I was watching it, I, I said to them, um, you know, Jeff from Elijah Fire? And they're like, yes. I said, he interviewed this guy. And they're like, really? Mm. That's, <laughs> that's a platform. And yeah. it's like, God, if you orchestrated this this year by, the, by your Holy Spirit, what are you setting me up for mm -hmm. in 2024? Where are you taking me in 2024? So this is just a practical example. Go and look back at what God has done and use that as a stepping stone yeah. to enter in the you know um i was reminded jeff of jacob when he was on his journey running away from his brother and he was in this weird place and he slept and then it was an open gate to heaven and he saw angels ascending and descending he woke up from his dream and he said oh i god was in this place but i was not aware of it and so we need to become aware yeah. of what God has done in 2023 if we want to enter 2024 with glory and with expectation. It's because yeah. most people are unaware. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we just got to see it in real time. I, You were like, you interviewed Jim Caviezel. I was like, I, I keep forgetting that I did that. And it's interesting, just going back to kind of one of the first things you mentioned, I, I, I was reading these notes this morning, like when I started work, and I started to smile because a lot of this mirrored my time with the Lord this morning. And I had no, I had no idea that these, you know, these notes, I hadn't read them yet. And, and, um, but specifically like one of the like the first words out of my mouth I sat down had my coffee fed the cat you know all that stuff and then i was like all of a sudden i just felt this like gratitude well up within me and i immediately was just like that i immediately just started thanking the lord like that was the first thing out of my mouth it was like the wow. natural thing <laughs> and then i started sitting there even the even the midst of us going through some really tough stuff right now and yeah. i i was like um and we're, we, <laughs> Yeah. And I have some friends that live in India who like, they live on like this Southeastern part and there's like all these major floods and they, they lost everything. And I'm like, not to diminish anything, like the grief of losing a loved one, but like that, that's devastating, you know? And then you kind of go like, you know, there's other people going through hard stuff too, which is a weirdly comforting thing. But then you also go, there's so much good that God is doing. Like, yeah, there's bad things, but comparable and then even more so there were amazing things like going to israel was a, a amazing highlight for us too you know and and yeah. um and so those types of things where you're like man god is amazing and how you said when we become aware of what god has done we make room for what god will do yes and that immediately puts this expectation when you when you focus in on all the good stuff god has done yeah then it there is this expectation that begins to well up within you of like, oh, if God did that, yeah. he's going to do even cooler stuff, you know? 
Yes, and even in the midst of of loss, um, Jeff, I'm gonna highlight this movie. It's called Moonrise. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if people have seen it. It's a beautiful movie, but it's about this guy who loses his wife in a tragic car accident, and he loses his faith because he begins to ask questions. Where Where have you been? Why did you not save? That's why I always tell people, try and not ask God two questions, the how and the why. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. <laughs> ask God, God, what are you doing in my life in this moment? And what do you want to be for me in the midst of grief and loss? And maybe the Holy Spirit will be like, Jeff, I just want to be your comforter. Yeah. I just want to be your the part that stands by you and holds you up. But in this movie, he begins to really lose his faith. And guess what? He does something that most people do when they are dealing with loss and grief. He separates his family from everyone and he takes them to the countryside and he stops doing what God called him to do. He was a beautiful country singer, very gifted. He stops. And so this gives Satan a ground to breathe on you when you're isolated. And so this is what this guy does. And the movie goes on to show his healing journey. But he had to let go of so many things that he misunderstood about God. And he had to trust God again. And my prayer, we're going to pray for that at the end, is that the healing power of the Holy Spirit will supernaturally come upon you. Mm -hmm. I mean, when grief and loss takes place, Words lose its meaning. I remember the story of Job when he lost his children. His friends came and for seven days they did not open their mouth. And maybe that's the best thing we need to do in those times. Because the moment they started to open their mouth, they started to condemn Job and make him believe that maybe he's done something wrong because this has happened to him. We need to stop that. We can't do that. Yeah. And so whenever you meet someone, Someone that's going through grief and loss, pray for them. Pray that they would encounter the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And only the Holy Spirit can do what we can't do. And so this man um, in the movie needed to trust God again. And Jeff, I feel by the power of the Holy Spirit that there are people down there hearing this. The Holy Spirit is saying to you, can you please trust me again in, in mm. 2024? Wow. Can you please make room for me? Can, yeah. can you give me a chance? Give me a chance to, to come through for you. Give me a chance to heal your bleeding heart because the Lord sees that you are broken, fragmented on the inside and you have even given up on your faith and on God. And somehow you're tuned in. Somehow you're going to hear this, whether live or recorded. And this is the plea of God saying, give me a new chance to come in this year and do something new in your life. Because when this man gave God a chance, everything was turned around for him. He found love again. He went back to start singing again. He was riding horses again. And this is the journey that we want to be in. So it's letting go of 2023. I'm thankful for it, but now it's coming to an end. 
Now it's over and I'm coming into a new chance, a new opportunity filled with promises, filled with the prophetic. And so the next one, um, goal, uh, Jeff, is setting goals. And I'm going to quickly go through it. Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the plans I have for you. And I remember years ago, someone challenged me. He came up to me and said to me, do you know that God doesn't have a plan for your life? And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he doesn't. He doesn't have a plan for your life. And I said, really? He goes, no. He has plans with an S. And you seem to forget that, Yvonne. And that struck me, Jeff. He mm, does that's really good. Plan. He has plans. And he said he has plans to prosper you. He has other plans not to harm you. He has plans to give you hope. And he has other plans to give you a future. He has plans for you. And he said, are you ready to embrace them? Are you ready for God to do a new thing in your life? And so we need to know this, Jeff. And, you know, I think it was in Isaiah where it says, I'm doing something new. That verse God used in 2017 when I was going through a tough time here in Australia and God was challenging me. And this was the time he was calling me to come to the, to the States. And I remember this was very hard for me to let go. It was almost impossible. I was holding onto this country with everything within me. I was living here for over 30 years. My family were here. Everything I knew was here. And so God, God spoke through Mina to tell me, I think God is calling us to go to the USA. And at that time, now I love it. But back then, I couldn't see the canvas that God had for me in this country. So I couldn't let go. And I remember going to this church and this man of God, I don't even know him, but I know he's a prophet. He came to me and he said to me, I have a word from the Lord for you. And it was in December. And I said, what is it? He said that he said to me the verse in Isaiah, which let me actually read it. It is, where is it? It is Isaiah. Here we go. It's Isaiah 43. He said, do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs. Do you not see it? The moment he said now, Jeff, I shifted. Hmm. Something in my spirit was letting go of here. It was letting go. It was like, thank you, God, for all the years I lived in this country it has been a blessing to me and I love it, but I am ready to lay it aside and to go and to experience new, new opportunities, to experience a new country. And little did I know that I was going to fall in love with the USA. Little did I know that God had so much for me in the USA. And I was telling you before the show how I miss it because I haven't been in it for the last just few weeks. So. When God is calling you to new things, you need to trust him. Let go of the old, embrace the new, and set new goals with God. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of Moses. When God said to him, okay, leave the wilderness and you're going to go into the promised land. He said this to him, if your face does not go before me, I'm not going. 
In other words, when you set goals, you need to say this to God. If you're going to do this with me, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. I don't care how big it seems, how over, if it's challenging, but you need to be in what I am doing. And God, if when I'm setting goals, you're not in this goal, cancel it remove it i'm not moving to this country i'm not starting this business because i don't know if you're in it or you're not in it but the moment the holy spirit confirms to you then you're in proverbs 19 21 you can make many plans but the lord's purpose will prevail so we need to understand that lord i want to make plans but i want you to write this list for me speak to me holy spirit so be whenever we're writing those goals be in the presence of god be focused on what god has for you not on what others have and don't make it a wish list it's not a wish list it is an assignment there is an assignment for every single person in 2024. I want to fulfill the assignment God has for me, not God has for my husband or my children, for me. And the moment I have this list in plan, I will begin to take it in, in intentional, serious prayer every single day. Lord, here it is. What do I need to do to get there? Get me there. And this is the word for someone, Jeff. God will begin to orchestrate three things. People divinely connect, divine connections, divine places, divine opportunities. And God will pour out his favor on you. I mean, you'd be going to have a coffee. You don't even know who you're going to meet. You don't even know who you're going to speak to. You don't know what opportunity will present itself. But that comes back to what I said at the start. You start every day with expectation. Mm. God, here we, I'm ready to spend this day with you. What do you have for me? Um, the next big thing, um, Jeff, is this. They interviewed many people on their deathbed. And they said to them, if life would start again, what would you do differently? And you know what most of them said? I would never worry. Wow. Well, there you go. It's almost like Jesus said, don't worry. Right. He said something about that somewhere. Chapter six, you know, exactly. do not. Yes. It's Matthew six. Do not worry. And they were mostly believers. And they said, because now that they were in the nineties, they said, when I look back now, every year, somehow, some way God worked it out. God worked. <laughs> well, and I think there's an actual statistic that like 90, I think it's something staggered. It's a large number. 90%. I'll say it's like 90. It could be slightly less, but 90% of the worries we have are actually not ever going to happen. Yes. Yes. You know? like, that's what fear is. It's mm -hmm. fake news appearing real. Straight Basically. up. It's, it's, it's the enemy making you believe that, you know, and, and things like, what if whatever you're believing for doesn't happen? What's your plan B? Well, there's no plan B. I'm sticking to plan A. I'm canceling plan B. I don't have plan B. Plan A is going to happen because I serve a faithful God. So one of the things he said to me personally, Jeff, and that's my homework, and I wrote it down to encourage everyone, is Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, 
but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. You see this formula? It's like cooking a cake, Jeff. It's like, you know, add, add flour, add eggs, mix it all up. Uh -huh. <laughs> by prayer, by petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And so we need to set in mind that I'm entering a year where I will not worry and that the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard my mind. And, and the thing is, if you look at statistics, Jeff, the amount of believers that are suffering from mental illness is staggering. And why is it? Because a lot of the time we're so anxious, we have a panic, we are we have a breakdown. But if I believe that I am, this is my declaration, entering the most glorious year of my life, it's going to be a year of what no eye has seen or ear has heard. God is going to bring it to me because of his love to me, not even because of my love to him, because of his love to me. And so that will set the standard. And so that gets me to almost my second last point. If that's the case, I need to prophesy, prophesy, prophesy my promises. And I said to the Lord in prayer, Lord, how do we prophesy? He said, tell my people to get my word on the inside of them and speak it out. I'm not speaking about hearing someone or, you know, opening up a YouTube channel, hearing someone release a prophetic word and repeating that. That's great. You can use that as a confirmation. But you need to get the solid, powerful word of God on the inside of your heart, like the prophets of old who ate the scroll. They ate the word of the Lord. David said, I ate your word so that I hid your word in my heart so that I do not sin to you. So this is not the time to be scavengers. It's not the time to, you know, those birds, um, Jeff, that go from place to place, literally just grabbing leftover. I'm not going to grab leftover. I'm going to sit for a solid meal on the banquet table mm -hmm. and I'm going to eat his word. Jesus stood against Satan in the wilderness when he said to him, it is written. He had the word of the Lord, although Satan was also using the word of the Lord to deceive him. Deception will be another level. Matthew 24, and we're entering the year 24. Jesus said, Make sure you're not deceived. Many people will come and claim that I'm the Messiah. Don't go and follow them. There'll be famines. There'll be wars. This is all things that will unroll and will happen. But as for me, God's covenant child, goodness and mercy, supernatural provision, healing and health will follow me. Divine opportunities that were never presented to anyone in the past, they'll come to me. I shall be a magnet that will attract the goodness and the love of God. Wherever I go, I'll be marked by joy and gladness and people will see Christ on the inside of me no matter what I do. What I've just said is all biblical declarations. These are all promises, but I've just declared them as I speak. This is the way that we need to speak no matter what our reality seems like. Why? Because heaven governs earth, not the other way around. So when I prophesy, I break free from the reality of what I see 
what I hear, what I feel, and what I touch. Why? Because what I just said now are the five senses. I will not be going by the five senses. I am going to go and believe by, by what God said about me. Yeah. And so last but not least, and then we're going to pray, is this Jeff? I am going to want to be filled in the Holy Spirit. This is, you know, Ephesians 5.18 is not a suggestion. It is not an advice. It is not take it. No, it is a command. Do not get drunk on wine. Hmm. And so wine is alcoholism is a substitute. People who are experience trauma, what do they do? They go to drugs. They go to pornography. They go to alcohol because they're in desperate need. Mm -hmm. They go and spend hours on Netflix because they want to escape reality. This is not the time to do this. This is the time to right. come clean, open up your heart and say, Lord, I'm hurting. It's okay to say that to God. God, I'm really bleeding and I need you to heal me. And I'm not going to go to wine. I'm not going to sit there drinking a whole bottle of whiskey and getting drunk. I'm not doing that. Do not get drunk on wine. Someone needs to hear this because you're an alcoholic and the Lord is breaking that off you right now. This is a word for you. You're going to say, you know what? This is the voice of God speaking to me and it's breaking. Addiction is breaking. And we're going to pray for that as well. So that cycle of addiction is broken over you and you enter the new year free by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then it says, instead of doing that, be filled in the spirit. And don't tell me you were filled in the spirit 20 years ago, please. You get filled in the spirit every hour, mm -hmm. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Every time I do something, Jeff, even when I'm having a coffee, I'm like, Holy Spirit, fill me, fill mm -hmm. Yvonne. I'm so desperate for you. If I'm desperate for one thing, it is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to be so filled, Jeff, that I want to leak the presence of the Lord wherever I go. Let me share this testimony before we pray. It was three days ago that I went to this beautician salon and I went in with this room and the lady doing a facial for me, she was an Iranian Muslim. And I wow. was before I go in, a friend recommended her to me, said to me, look, she does brilliant work, but she's, she's, she's a Muslim and she is Iranian. And I tell you, Iranian Muslims are the most radical sects of Islam. And so I went in and I'm not going to say the whole story, but as soon as I started to share with her, the Holy Spirit just filled the room and she could tell that something's happened. And she said to me, you carry something. Wow. And she said to me, Yvonne, I've never felt so peaceful and so full of joy. Something even when you speak in your voice. And I said to her, did you choose to be Muslim? And she said, no. And I said to her, tell me how it happened. She goes, I was born in Iran. You don't even get to hear of any other religions. And then she said this to me, how can God be so loving and he does not give me a chance or the will to choose him? And if I have to be Muslim, because if I'm not, I'm going to face execution in my country. 
And she said, but how could a loving God force you to be Muslim and not give you the chance to be anything else? I said to her, because the God of Islam is not the God of Christianity. Yeah. And she, I said to her, what do you know about Jesus? She goes, oh, nothing. He's a prophet of Islam. And I said to her, do you mind if I share with you who Jesus is? Because I'm a believer in Jesus. And she said, no, please do. She was so open, it blew my mind. And the Holy Spirit said this to me, don't hold back. And bang, it was sharing the unconditional love and how God sent his son because he wanted to reveal himself. And Jesus was healing and doing all this stuff and, you know, saving us on the cross and not just that, uniting in us. And, and as she was doing my face, she started weeping. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. And weeping. And the glory of the Lord was so thick. And I said to her, my sister, can I take this opportunity to invite you into the kingdom? Can we pray together? And she said, absolutely. And I prayed with her, Jeff. And it was glorious. How can that happen? This is not to give me any type of glory at all. This is if people knew what I'm speaking about, radical Islam, how can someone who is radical give up Islam in like this? How? It only happened because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's not underestimate the Holy Spirit. We want to get a hold of the Holy Spirit. We want to be filled in the Holy Spirit. The disciples were filled and they got filled again. They got filled in Acts 2, but in Acts 4, they were threatened because they healed the lame men. And they said to them, don't ever mention the name of Jesus again. But when they prayed, they said, Lord, look at their threats. Stretch out your hands to heal in the name of your servant Jesus. And as they prayed, the place shook and they all were filled again with the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Jeff, my prayer is for every single person to be so hungry, desperate for the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul said, I want to know Christ, but I'm not stopping there. I want to know the power of his resurrection, Mm. that power that raised Jesus from the dead and seated him right next to the Father cannot be dormant. And as I'm speaking to you now, Jeff, this word of knowledge is coming to me. There are many believers, you were filled in the Holy Spirit, but the gifts are dormant. They're not operational anymore because of everything you've gone through. The Lord is breathing over those gifts and you will begin to rise. You're entering this new year differently, marked by his glory, marked by by his goodness for the best year that you've never lived. And this has to be our attitude if we want to see new miracles, new glory, new opportunities. And the Lord said this to me, Jeff, even as I'm speaking right now, I'm giving my people new eyes to see, Mm. new lenses, new heart. I'm taking out the heart of stone, the heart that's become so calloused and thick because of trauma and pain that's going. And there's going to be a soft heart filled with love, love 
expectation, like a child. Imagine looking at a little child and saying to them, I'm taking you, you know, whatever. I'm not going to use Disney anymore <laughs> because you know what? <laughs> but when children were young and you tell them, I'm taking you to, you know, they're like, I can't wait to see the princesses. I can't wait to enter this new world, a whole new world. This is what I feel. We're entering into a whole new world. Mm -hmm. By the power of the Holy Spirit, a world that we've never seen before. And so when we walk hand in hand with Jesus like a child, we're going to enter the best year of our life. And I say this, okay. not to be a motivational speaker, I'm not. I speak by the power of the Holy Spirit because motivational speaking has nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. It's when someone tickles you and you feel good. And the next day you feel low again. This is not that, guys. This is the power of the Holy Spirit getting a hold of you and driving you into all that God has for you. Mm, that's so good. I love it. You said God is also wanting to give you new eyes because I actually got the scripture. Um, Psalm 119 verse 18 it says, open my eyes that I may say wonderful things in your law. And wow. I just like that's a good prayer, you guys, is like. Because I was even I, doing that too, you know, how you were, you were talking about Jeremiah 29, 11, because you were like, God, God doesn't have a plan for your life. He has plans, plural, multiple plans. I was like, man, God, I want, I want greater vision to be able to see your promises in your, yeah. in the word, like to, verses I've read so many times over and we just don't even they don't register. I'm like, hold on, plans is plural. It's not <laughs> singular. It's not one thing he's doing in our life. It's plural. It's multiple things. And, yes. and, and having that perspective changes the way you look at things that have happened to you, even bad things. You're going like, well, hang on. Like every good and perfect gift comes from the father above. So yeah. if that's true, like these other things aren't, aren't he didn't do those bad things you know yeah, yeah absolutely and jeff i really loved how you said that when god gives you a promise it doesn't have to be you know in the far future because right. that was my story this year the lord promised me and mina that he would take us to egypt but i'll be honest with you i never prayed for it because it was like in the future you know i don't yeah. know when i haven't gone yeah. since the last government was in place so we haven't gone for 10 years and so i'm like you know what no, this is not the time so i never prayed for it and i think it was in july i went to canada and this is a word i want to say to someone get ready for holy spirit surprises because the lord surprised me when someone said do you want to go to canada and preach they had a conference and i was like okay now i went to canada it was a great conference but it wasn't a big conference. So I was like, I'm not going to say disappointed. No, because it's not about numbers. It's about quality. But then this is what happened. The next, after the conference, we're having breakfast with the organizers. And they say this to me, Yvonne, do you want to preach in Egypt? And I was like, when? And they said, in three months. And I was like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> I was planning this, but this is to happen in the next three years, but not in the next three months. And they said, pray about it. There's something coming up. And we just feel that God is sending you and Mina to Egypt this year, 2023. 
and we prayed about it, Jeff. And it's like, Lord, do you want this now? And he said to me, it was meant to happen this year. But since you never bothered (laughs) to pray about it, I made sure to make it happen. So I want people to be full, open to surprises. I love surprises, good surprises. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Holy Spirit, I am going to trust you. I'm going to write down what I think you're showing me. It doesn't have to be a perfect list and it can be adjusted as time goes by. But be ready for surprises. And this is another word, Jeff, be ready for maneuvers and tours as well, detours, because some, there, was a, there was something, and I won't mention what it is, but I, there was a promise. And the Lord said, this promise is going to happen. I wrote it down. It didn't happen the way I was praying for it to happen. At the beginning, it didn't seem like it was going to happen. And then it happened in a completely different way. So what I'm saying, be flexible with the Holy Spirit. You, he is working, you are working with the Holy Spirit. It's not the other way around. You are the one that's saying, Holy Spirit, you do the job. I am working with you. Sometimes we think, Holy Spirit, I'm bending your arm to work with me. No, it's I am working with you. So we need to understand that we are co-partnering with what God has, which means that those promises we're going to pray for, they won't automatically happen. You need to take a step in faith, decree them, believe them, see them in the spirit, pray through them. And then you will begin to see the birthing of of those promises that God has promised you. Mm, Come on. Come on, Yvonne. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful year. And I'm talking about God's covenant people. I'm not today. I'm not addressing the world because I know horrible things are going to happen in the world. Mm -hmm. And even famine. And and even when when the Lord spoke to me about famines, for for so many people, it doesn't mean famine that they'll have no food. But even the food they eat, like Hosea says, will not satisfy them. Mm. So I'm not even, but I'm not addressing that today. I am interested in God's covenant children, those who are ready for change. And we need to say that, Jeff. We need to say, Lord, I am ready for change. Because if we are not ready for change, nothing is going to happen. It's like the, um, I think it's uh, John Five, the lame man, when G- the, who was lame for 38 years, Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? So Jesus is asking you this question now. What do you want me to do for you in 2024? What is on your heart? Because most of the time, Jeff, what is on your heart has come from the Lord. So open yeah. up your heart and tell him, Lord, I've got this big dream that you put in my heart. Yeah. Well, I think too, I'm remembering a conversation. I was, there was a, this girl that was sharing, it was like a a small group. And she said something that was really profound to me at the time, because I was really, I was really struggling with hearing, feeling (laughs) like I was hearing God. So I was like in my early twenties and, um, and, uh, and she said, is what you want and what God want, are you so far from God? that what you want and what he want are, are that different. And it, she was talking about if you are in right standing with the Lord, if you are pursuing him, if you are pressing in and you're laying your heart bare before him, are you that far from him that what you want and what he wants are different? And I remember just 
it brought so much peace to me with something that I was a decision I had to make. Cause I was like, Oh God, I want to hear you. I want to make sure I'm doing it right. And I realized I'm like, I am hearing from him. I, it, this is his desire. And God, especially if your heart's desire is to step out, to be obedient, to hear him and then to act. God is really gracious when it comes to correction with that stuff, because that, that moves his heart. Like that's what he wants. He wants yeah. his children listening to him. He wants yeah. them pursuing him. Um, that brought a lot more peace to me of yeah. like, you know, Absolutely. God, God is going to, God is going to, okay, well, uh, not quite, you know, like he'll very quick, like he'll very graciously, like almost to where it seemed like it was your idea. <laughs> like, you Absolutely. <laughs> so, Absolutely. And, yeah. and in confirmation to what you're saying, Jeff, I remember early, the ministry was birthed here in Australia back in 2010. And my vision back then was that I was going to have a huge meeting. And when we started the, the ministry, early, early at the beginning, one family would come and somehow another family would have to move to another state. Or one family would come and another family would get offended and go somewhere else. So once I went to God and I said to him, are you working with me or are you working against me? I'm trying to grow the ministry. And why is it that when someone comes, someone else leaves? And what the Lord said to me was crazy, Jeff. He said to me, Yvonne, me and you are doing two different things. And I said, what? He said to me, I, he goes, you're trying to grow the ministry. And I said, yes, isn't that what you want? He said, no, I'm trying to grow you. Mm-hmm. I'm using all these experiences to grow you, to make you a person who has thick skin, someone who's not affected by who goes and who comes, someone who's going to preach the gospel, even if one family choose to come. He said, I stood for that one Samaritan woman. I want you to have the same heart. And that changed me, Jeff. My focus shifted because it wasn't about numbers. It wasn't about who comes and who goes. I was focused. So those hearing me, whatever it happens, try and be one with what God wants you to do. Have the same mind of Christ and ask for that. I want your mind, Lord. I want to. And, and this is new covenant, Jeff. In the old covenant, Isaiah would say something like, your thoughts are so high, my thoughts are so low. But in the new covenant, you decree and declare, I have the mind of Christ. My thoughts are your thoughts. My ideas are your ideas. We are one and joined into union. That mindset will shift your world. It will shift your reality. Even if you're going through a hard time, you will begin to see things change, radically change. Hmm. I love it. I love it. And I, I, you know, guys, I always quote uh, Psalm 139, those last two verses, but that's genuinely my prayer. And that should be yours too. Just search me, God, and know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Like if you're genuinely, if that's your heart posture, like, yeah. The other stuff is going to, it's going to work itself out. If you are, if you've oriented yourself before him and you're pursuing him and allowing him to do his work in you, the other stuff is going to work its way out. Cause you go, ah, whoopsie. Like, you know, <laughs> and you, you recognize 
you recognize the whoopsies. And in my experience has not been like God's like, that's it. It's all ruined. Like he's like, all right, now, now that you know that yeah. let's do it differently, but he's not like, okay. I mean, yeah, maybe sometimes there are some times where he's like, okay, we need to like, we need to, we need to end this thing. But if you are stepping on, you're doing something that God asked you to do. And then you find in that process, there are things that get revealed in your heart. God knew they were there. You're yes, not surprised by it. That's, that's part so of it. That's why, that's part of why you're, you're doing the thing you're doing. Okay. So anyways. So Jeff, what you just quoted now is what I call dangerous prayers. Dangerous prayers are those prayers that most people don't want to pray because they're scared that God will reveal something to them. And as you were speaking, Jeff, I received the word of knowledge that there's someone even maybe in the recording, but there's a relationship that you need to end. Mm. And it's a secret relationship and you know who you are. And God is not mad at you. And you're thinking, God, I cannot live without this person. That's what you think. And the truth is, yes, you can. Because the Holy Spirit will fill every void and give you the grace to break this relationship. So it's those times of coming, like Jeff said, search me, Lord. I'm going to I'm gonna step. And a lot of us don't want to pray that prayer because we're afraid of what God's going to show us, especially when we are not willing to um, you know, to break off. I remember someone who was very abused by her father, Jeff, and she ended up in a very wrong relationship. And she said to me, I found it hard to repent because I enjoyed the love that I received from this person. Later on, she found out this was never love. This was abuse because she was a child and he was a grown-up man. So the Lord is giving you grace to break free from relationships that have held you back, yeah, relationships that have kept you out of his presence, even relationships with the same sex. God is giving you the grace. Don't say I can't do it. We can't do it. But ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, this show right now has not been put on just like that. I've connected by a divine plan because you are speaking to me. I'm taking this decision by your grace. Give me the grace. Remember Psalm 84? I will give you grace. God, give me the grace to forgive this person. Let them go. Give me the grace to break free from this relationship. I'm ending. I'm deleting this contact off my phone. I'm removing this person. Lord, I am positioning myself for breakthrough. I am positioning myself for all that you have for me. I'm not leaving anything back. And so Jesus, who was tempted in every way, he is your high priest. He is the one who knows how to give you the help. Come to the throne room of grace to receive mercy and grace in time of need. If you are in need of this, this is going to be the time as we begin to pray. So good. Well, Yvonne, why don't you pray? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Why, why don't we do that? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's let's do this together. If you're hearing me right now, I want you to just even bow your head, close your eyes so that you're not distracted and just focus. Just turn your affection on Jesus right now. 
Father, I thank you. I thank you for every single person watching this right now. And for Psalm 84, 11, that this shall be our promise, that you will be a sun and a shield. You will give grace and glory. And Lord, you will not withhold any good thing from us. If you're hearing me right now, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I want you to come before the throne room of grace and open up your heart. And even this prayer that Jeff mentioned, that you say, Lord, search me. Here I am. Lord, how did I do in this year? And I want you to just say, Lord, here I am. Here I am before your throne room. If the Holy Spirit begins to show you something, begin to repent from it right now. Begin to say, Lord, I am sorry that I missed the mark. I confess my sin before you. And I come before you believing and knowing that you will forgive me of all my faults, of every wrongdoing, of every wrong relationship that I've engaged in, of the times that you prompted me to come into your presence and I didn't, of any weaknesses that I have. And this is the time now to come and say, Lord, give me the grace. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come in the realm of the spirit right now. And I break, Lord, addiction over those that are watching. I break the cycle of every bad habit in 2023. I break the cycle of every thought that they believed about you, about themselves and about others. And I just ask you, Holy Spirit, right now to deliver them. Right now, in the name of Jesus, that those cycles are broken. Those cycles are destroyed. Father, release your grace into their hearts right now. Grace to get going. Grace to let go of the past. We give it all to you, Father. And I just ask that you would intensify your grace right now, Lord. Father, I thank you for everything. Begin to thank God for everything that he's done. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for providing. Thank you for all the miracles of 2023. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we position ourselves right now before you for the glory that's coming, for the miracles that's coming, for the divine opportunities, God, that you are going to do in 2024. And Father, those that are hurting from trauma, pain, grief, those that are, have lost a loved one, those that have lost something and they are hurting, I just ask you, Holy Spirit, right now to release the comfort, your comfort, to just touch them. Touch them, Lord. Touch their hearts. Touch their minds. I see the Holy Spirit touching the minds of people and the hearts of people. Just surrender to this sweet, sweet presence right now. And just say, here I am, Lord. I need your healing. And I hear the Lord say this, I'm breaking off disappointment disappointment of you and I hear the Lord say some of you you're feeling stuck you don't even know what to do next you're overwhelmed surrender to the Lord and as you surrender he says I will carry you through to the next level surrender and let go father in the name of Jesus those that are just surrendering to you right now saying Lord 
I don't know what to do. I feel so stuck where I am. Father, in the name of Jesus, release your grace, release your power so that they are unstuck and they begin, Lord, to rise above with you and to go to where you want them to go, to speak to who you want them to speak. Father, I pray for divine opportunities to come. And I thank you, Lord, because you will not withhold, you will release. As you showed me the rain, it shall be a year of rain, a year of release to you, a year where God is taking you to new places and to new opportunities. And those now that are feeling tired, exhausted, and you just don't even have the drive to go forward. I want to pray for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. So lift up your hands to the Lord and allow the rain of heaven to come over you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask right now, God, that you would fill them afresh, afresh of the in the Holy Spirit. And even as they are forgiving, this is the word I am hearing before I pray, forgive. This is the moment that to say, Lord, I forgive. I forgive my father. I forgive my mother. I forgive my husband, my sister, my brother. I forgive. Give me the grace to forgive those who hurt me. I am going to enter clean. I'm going to enter with no offense. And even forgive God if you feel or think that God had offended you somehow. And so there's a reconciliation between you and the Lord. And Father, as those that are obeying you, release your Holy Spirit. Intensify your presence, God, that it's removing feelings of exhaustion, feelings of being worn out, feelings of being tired, that they shall be energized. Intensify your presence as the sweet rain of your presence is just coming over them. Fill them, Holy Spirit. Fill them with peace. Fill them with joy. Fill them with new opportunities, God, as they surrender like children saying, carry me, Lord. You're the good, good shepherd, the good, good father. And I'm going to sit on your shoulder and you will carry me over the storms. I thank you because even if I go through deep waters, I will not drown. If I ever go through the fire, I will not be burnt because of your presence. Your presence in 2024 will change the scene. And Father, as you showed me right now, I ask for the miracle of new lenses right now in the spirit. I remove those lenses, that those dark lenses that they've been seeing themselves with seeing you and others. Let them be removed right now in Jesus' name. Father, I ask for fresh ones, fresh new lenses that are marked by glory, that everything they touch shall be turned to gold, that, Father, in the name of Jesus, your manifest presence will go before them like a cloud of fire, the pillar of fire, and the cloud that overshadowed your people. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for new lenses. Thank you for a new infilling of the Holy Spirit. And thank you for sealing this new year with your goodness. With Psalm 84, 11, you shall be a sun and a shield. You will give grace and glory and you will not withhold any good thing from us. Thank you for stepping into this year with grace and glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Woo! Wasn't that amazing, guys? I know. I saw the comments. You guys were you guys were feeling called out. You were feeling convicted. You were feeling comforted. Um, and that's praise God, you know. So um, Yvonne, what a great way. Oh what, what and- a great way to kick off 2024. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And the world will have its own way of celebrations, Jeff. There's going to be people on that night, unfortunately, getting drunk, going to clubs, going to bars. That's their story. But I know that as that clock turns, you're going to be holding hands with Jesus with a big smile and saying, okay, Lord, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go. Come on. So I also <laughs> want to direct people to... Uh, a teaching series that you did with us, Intimacy with Christ, where you went through the Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs. And uh, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, there is insane, like game-changing revelation in that whole book. And it's just really anointed. We got so much positive feedback from that teaching series. Um, so we put a link in the description to that that all four of those episodes is really worth your time. If you're really wanting to just really start the the year off right, that's a great place to start. I also linked in because we did talk about discernment and and things like that. Um, we, we did a teaching series. We just closed it out with James Gall, um, and uh, it ended this week and uh, discerning prophecy. And that was also amazing. You guys just really, really felt strongly from the Lord that that was the final topic we were to hit uh, with that with James Gall and and God really orchestrated the whole thing really worth your time as well both of those teaching series links are in the description S- amazing so both of them both of them are gonna be game changers for you if you haven't watched them yet and maybe you need to rewatch them some of you maybe need to need to go back and, and watch them again so Yvonne how can people how can they follow you. How can they get your resources? Tell the people. Thank you, Jeff. So our website, is, it's celebratefreedomministries.org, as is on the screen. Um, and so if you go to the website, we have a school, an online school um, in a healing. What a great way to even start the year is thinking, I'm going to maybe sign up to an inner healing course. So we have a wonderful inner healing course with a mentor that just helps you, Jeff, get rid of pain, trauma, and have someone online to talk to about all the things that you have hid in your heart. So it's a beautiful way to start the year. We also have an exciting event. I'm so excited about it. January 8th. It's about ascending to the heavenly realms. It's something that the Lord had spoken to me about. um, And it's to open up our, our people 
open you up to see the throne room of heaven. Maybe you've never done this. Maybe you thought this was to happen when you die, but it's not because as believers, we have a right to enter the most holy place by the blood of the Lord. So we lead you through a teaching and an encounter. It's about a three hour event. And so if you want to register for that, it is um, on the website, um, which is again on the screen, my book, Revealing the Healer. I've got an exciting new book coming, Jeff, which soon I'll advertise for early oh, next Oh, my goodness. It's really exciting. It's going to be Jesus from the eyes of the Middle East. It's yeah. mind-blowing revelation. But for now, Revealing the Healer is available. It's changed the lives of many. If you need healing, even at the start of the year, you want to kick off with that, that's wonderful. Um, last but not least is discipleship. God put it on our heart, me and Mina, to do a weekly discipleship class. It's every single Wednesday, 8 p.m. This is a free class. Anyone can join. So you just go to the mailing list. Once you sign up to that, you get all the Zoom link details for the class. But it's one hour of equipping and empowering. Um, and so we had our last class last week and next one will be next week. So it would be wonderful to get connected, get involved. And most importantly, if you need prayer, Info at celebratefreedomministries.org. Send through your prayer need. We would love to pray for you and be a part of your journey. Come on. So celebratefreedomministries.org is where you can get in on on all of that, those future events. Um, And also just make sure to follow Yvonne. Uh, Links are also in the description to all those places uh, so that you do not miss when she's like, yo, check out. You're going to say it exactly like this. Yo. Get the book. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. It's I've yeah. got a YouTube channel, so I'm on YouTube as well and on Rumble. These are all different media platforms. There. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, everybody. Well, Yvonne, thank you so much. You're such a blessing. It's such an thank honor you. to like be in your world in any <laughs> any capacity. Um, you and Mina mean a lot to Lauren and myself, and thank and uh, yeah, we love thank you guys. You. We love you guys so much. You guys are a blessing to us. Thank you so much. Mm. And thank you everyone as well for connecting. Um, Absolutely. So everybody, I want to also, I've been seeing all of your happy birthday wishes throughout the entire show. So I, I thank you, Pam, Cass, Carissa, Jim, George, uh, Lallison, uh, Derica, Jillian, Rachel, Becky, Colleen, Polly, Deborah, Christine, and on and on and on and on and on. I wrote, I tried to write as many names down as I could see. They were kind of going like fast for a bit. So um, thank you guys so much. And we just appreciate so many, all of you guys, um, you know, and the, the greatest hope we can have is that you feel like your relationship has grown deeper with the Lord because of stuff that we've done. That's what we want. We don't want people being put on pedestals. What we want is Jesus being put up on a pedestal. And if that is the fruit of you watching this is that it stokes a fire within you to turn around immediately and just engage with the Lord deeper. That is, that is like the prayer. That is the answer to prayer. All the prayers that we've put into this. So um, that's our heart through this. And we love you guys. Uh, Be blessed. We're really excited about 2024. So many cool things on the horizon and um so yeah anyways guys have a blessed 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 new year's eve extravaganza we love you guys and we'll see you in 2024 okay bye
This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.